Hi and welcome to the Rags to Riches show with myself, Terry Blackburn. So this podcast is all about inspiring you, motivating you, pushing you on to achieve more in your life, whether that's in business, property, your health and fitness, your personal life, every part of your life. This podcast hopefully will help you achieve more, do more and get to where you want to be. So just before the episode starts, I have just launched a new website called terryblackburnproperty.com. On there, I've got all of the services that I offer. So one-to-one coaching in business, property, time management, goal setting, sales, persuasion, loads of different things on there. I've got some online courses, some one-to-one coaching courses as well. So please have a look on there. Really appreciate your support. And if you want to get involved and you want some more specific help from me, you want some more one-to-one coaching and, and assistance from me to help you to get to where you want to be, it's all on there also got a couple of books on amazon and audible the be a lion which has won multiple awards worldwide now and the power of peas is the new one all about the different p words profit power perspective purpose etc i hope you'll really enjoy one last thing from me if you enjoy these podcasts and you benefit from them you learn from them all i ask is that you share it with your friends and family or someone who you think the episode is relevant to you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that would massively help. The more shares we get, the bigger guests I can get on the podcast, the more people we can help and the more I can grow the show. So thank you so much. Get in touch if you like what you're listening to and don't just take notes, take action. Productivity hacks that aren't talked about that often, that you might not be aware of, that will definitely help you become more productive and achieve more in your business, your health and fitness, your personal life, your property journey, whatever it applies to all of it. So if you want to achieve more in the same amount of time or even less time, here is six ways I believe you could do it that isn't really talked about that often. Number one is remove decision time. So the time that it takes you to make decisions, if you accumulate that time up, if you're delaying decision, postponing them, or you're unsure what to do, or certain tasks just take time, if you cut that down, you are gaining time. Therefore, you can use that time in high value, high income producing tasks that will earn you more money. Okay. So the, for example, If you, every afternoon, you have to think about what you want for lunch, you have to look at a menu or you have to go to Nando's, you have to drive somewhere, look at the menu, wait for them to prepare it and cook it, give it to you, get back in your car, drive back to the office, then eat it. It's too long, right? It's an hour out of your day. So if you do meal prep and you get those meals ordered into your house or to your office, they deliver them every day or deliver them once a week, there's zero decision-making time spent on what you're going to have for your lunch, what you're going to have for your tea, what you're going to do for whatever, right? So um, that just, let's say if you gain half an hour a day, that's two and a half hours a week. That's 10 hours a month over the space of a year. That's 120 hours, might be three working weeks that you've gained over the space of a year just by getting meal prep and by not dragging out decisions on how long about you know what should i have for tea today what's our fancy um as well as cooking it as well as eating it so you still got to eat it um in my book line i talk about um a little bit of a hack where i blend my breakfast so in a smoothie in a nutribullet or a ninja blender whatever they're called 
eggs, porridge, fruit, protein powder, whatever. Bang it all in there. Whiz it up. Some water, some ice cubes. Whiz it all up. Drink it. Much quicker than eating. You're still getting your nutrients, your calories in that you need for that day. So that is productivity hack number one. You reduce time. You reduce the time it takes you to make decisions on certain things. And it's not just meal prep, I suppose, is, I mean, I've got a cleaner, so I don't have to think about cleaning. I don't have to do the cleaning. I don't have to think about ironing my clothes, washing my clothes, hanging my clothes up in the wardrobe because the cleaners do that. So they'll come, wash everything, iron everything, hang it up in where I want it, shirts, jumpers, coats, pants, gym stuff. It's all hung up in my wardrobe, all exactly how I want it to be to be done. So I don't need to think about what am I going to wear today or am I going to make sure that that top's iron or that top is clean or whatever. It's already there. And I just go in and pick whatever. A lot of the time, as when I'm at home anyway, I wear a black T-shirt, white T-shirt um, or a polo. I, I don't think about it too much. I grab it, put it on. I've got work clothes in one section, so I know if I'm going to work, that's what I'm going to put on. I've got gym clothes in one section. If I'm going to the gym, I know what I'm putting on. It, I've really reduced the time it takes for me to make those decisions. Also, things like my diary is stacked by Monday. So half the time, it's by Friday of the following, of the week before, my whole week is planned out every week for the week ahead. So by this Friday, next Monday, and next Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, will all be set out for me. So I don't need to think about booking stuff in. Obviously, there's reactive stuff. The stuff that comes up, but a lot of the time I don't need to make any decisions because it's already done, it's already planned out for me. So I just get up, coffee, exercise, sort the kids, clothes on, ready for work. The day's mapped out and planned out. Any gaps that I've got in my diary, I then default back to my to-do list, which is the next point, and I crack on. So removing decision time is number one. Number two links to that, which is um remove distractions so you're removing decision time but you're removing distractions so removing distractions from your life so deleting or turning off notifications on your phone so when you're mid-task and that thing is going ping 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 and you're getting pulled into other tasks it disrupts from the task that you're doing therefore you're less productive so removing distractions removing notifications from your phone and your laptop sometimes they pop up in the right hand corner for me uh, i've removed all that delete apps that aren't getting you to towards your goals or moving you closer to where you want to be remove all the apps from your phone or you can put time restrictions on them so once you've used them for an hour a day it grays it out um, so you don't get distracted. But my best tip on this is turn the notifications off and you can just have notifications for phone calls uh, and WhatsApps if you need them. Uh, sometimes I even turn them for WhatsApps. I mute myself in a lot of groups, the lads chats, you know, all the stupid messages that you get. I, I mute myself from half of those groups, certainly during the day because I don't have time. Um, so yeah, I, I, de I delete any apps that aren't needed and I mute them to put time restrictions on and certainly turn notifications off. Um, so removing distractions and notifications from your day-to-day -day business, your day-to-day -day structure is key. Uh, even little things like if you are doing something on your laptop, put your phone on silent, turn it over and put it away from you because even if you haven't got notifications on, it's quite easy just to keep picking it up and picking it up and picking it up because we're all addicted to technology. Unfortunately, we are. We are addicted to technology. 
whether you like it or not, we are. So what can you do about that? You can just put it to one side or put it out of reach, put it in a different room. Like at nighttime, me and the missus, we charge our phones in a different room. We don't have our phones in our room anymore because as soon as you wake up, you look at your phone. If you wake up in the middle of the night, you look at your phone. It's no good for you. When you're getting into bed and you get, you're get you going to go to sleep, you're looking at your phone. Like You shouldn't be looking at blue light. That's laptops, any form of screen, 30 minutes before you go to bed. You sleep better if you do that. So removing decision time, number one. Removing distractions and notifications, number two. And that leads us on to number three, which is sleep. So sleeping properly and getting enough sleep is key to productivity because if you are tired, you are not as productive. If you are sluggish, you are not as productive. If you are exhausted, you are not as productive. And sleep solves those issues. It solves, solves being tired, sluggish, and exhausted. If you get enough sleep, whether it's six hours, whether it's seven hours, whether it's eight hours, it is dependent on the person. It depends on your age and it depend on, depends on various other, other factors. But getting enough sleep and getting proper uninterrupted Deep sleep, you know, I've got a whoop band here, which is, um, which tracks my REM sleep, my light sleep, my deep sleep, the time that I'm awake. So I can analyze what works for me. So I've found out that drinking enough water throughout the day, which is one of these points, um, is definitely key to a good sleep. Not having coffee after five o'clock for me is definitely key to getting a good sleep. I shower before I go to bed. It's key to getting a good sleep because I've tracked it. I've looked at the difference. If I shower and if I don't, I sleep better if I shower. If I have coffee after five o'clock, I don't sleep as well. Alcohol is really bad for you sleeping. Um, I've got uh, kids, as 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 a lot of you know, and I've got uh, um, my, my youngest is 11 months now. Um, so we've really struggled with sleep and it's really impacted my productivity. But I know that'll come back and I know that I'll get around that issue. It's just a case of um, sticking with it with, with kids, isn't it? And uh, empowering through. But um, but sleep is is number three because it is so underestimated, the power of, of sleep. A lot of people have this hustle culture. Get up dead early. Get up at five o'clock. You don't need sleep. Sleep when you're dead and all this crap, right? It is scientifically proven that sleep is good for you and you perform better and you are more productive when you've had a good sleep um sometimes you need one of those days right i, I teach this to my sales staff if you're running a million miles an hour like i am running loads of businesses running from place to place and job to job to business to business and you're doing so so much right um sometimes i have a crash day and it might be eight o'clock at night i go to sleep and I do 12 hours and I'll properly recharge. Um, obviously baby dependent, that is. Sometimes the baby doesn't want us to recharge. But um, it really does you the world's good when you do that. Because sleep is something that every human, every animal, every creature on this planet needs and does, right? So if everyone needs it and does it, it's obviously important. It's in our genetics. It's in our DNA to do this, right? It's human evolution. It, it, we need to do it. We all need to do it. So so if it's that important, you know, give it the attention that it needs, just like eating. You wouldn't go a couple of weeks without eating, would you? Just like you wouldn't go a couple of weeks without sleep. You wouldn't even go a day without food, right? So why wouldn't you go a day without proper sleep? I, I don't get it. Um, sleep's number three. Number four is to-do list. Now, I've talked about this before on a podcast. 
Um, to-do lists, are, honestly, are, are a huge part of my life. Every single thing goes on that phone of mine in my to-do list. And I look at that to-do list, God knows how many times a day. But, you know, you're probably talking 20, 30, 40, 50 times a day because I'm always on the to-do list because... It's what I refer back to. Every time I think I need, right, I've got an idea, I need to do this, it goes straight in there. Because when you think you need to do something, right, what happens is if you don't do it, you forget. And life goes on, life, the day runs away with you, things happen, you get distracted. Every, soon as I think, shit, I need to do that, or you know what, I need to do this, I need to do that, or I must do that today, it goes in that list. And I just prioritize them, one, two, three, four, five. Generally, don't go over five because I just focus on the one, two, three, four, five, get those done, and then I can go on. But how I then order which one's most important is it's either the most profitable or the most urgent. There's some things that are really pressing, like, well, I don't know, you've got to go to the gym, you've got to take the kids to school. You can't you can't prioritize an income-generating task over something like that that needs to be done, an appointment of some sort. Um, obviously, they need to be done. Um, or something that's time-pressured, like, um, you know, you must get your, I don't know, fill in some mortgage paperwork today. If not, you're going to go over your, you know, your fixed rate or whatever. Something that's really pressing, uh, really pressing or really um, profitable is the key to to-do lists. Prioritize. I just generally work off the most profitable and work my way down. Tunnel vision. Task one gets done. I don't even look at anything else. Task one gets done in its entirety. As a whole, it fully gets completed. Then you move to number two complete that, move to number three, et cetera. That's the key with to-do list and it's making it part of your life. You have to be on top of your to-do list no matter what. Um, so that's number four. Number five is water. So those of you looking on YouTube or on, uh, on Instagram, the video, uh, this is a two litre bottle of water. I drink between one and a half and two of those every day. So I have between three and four litres of water every single day. Now, honestly, I only started doing this at the start of COVID, by the way. So when we're all on lockdown, I started to research my health a lot and started to really get into um, listening to podcasts on health and reading books on health. Fantastic book on health, by the way. It's over there. don't know if you can see it. It's called The Optimum Nutrition Bible by Patrick Holford. Um, fantastic book about eating habits and the science behind what you eat and what you drink. But water is huge like I'm, I'm at a stage now where if i have not enough water i get a little bit of a headache and my body tells us i need water um but i speak to some people and they're like I say, how much water have you drank today oh i've had a glass or not much i've just had coffee like i don't know how you function if you get into the habit of having three liters of water a day right watch how good you perform watch how productive you are your energy levels are so much better you think so much better you your decision making is so much better. It's honestly, it's a, it. I mean, eighty percent of our bodies are made of water. I think something crazy like that. Like, you can't not have water if you want to perform at a high level. You absolutely, absolutely need three liters of water a day to perform at your best. Scientifically proven. No arguing about it. Uh, you can't say that I'm not. You know, telling the truth here. But just do it. And and and. You know, remove decision time, right? Don't think about where I've got to go and fill a bottle up of tap water. I've just got shit loads of bottles of water all over the house, and I get them on a recurring order on Amazon. And every time we do a food shop, I buy more bottles of water. There's shit loads of water in my utility room, so I don't run out of water. If I go on, if I'm going to Newcastle on 
traveling for a few hours or I'm staying away for a couple of nights with work or whatever. My car's got six of these big bottles of water in it pretty much all times in the boot. So I'm never going to run out of water. And if I do, I make sure I go to a shop on my travels to make sure I've got enough water for the trip. It's really simple. I went to a Ibiza the other week and on the plane I bought water, on the airport I bought water. When I got there, I bought water. In the hotel, I bought water. I told the people in the hotel, I want not just one bottle of water beside my bed every day. Can you please bring three? So I've always, always got water. Always, always. Because it's, it, yeah, I'm removing decision time. I'm removing excuses. If I've got a bottle of water pretty much stuck to my hip, I can't not drink any, right? So, um, you know, that that's part of the problem with a lot of this. People know that they should be doing these things, but they make an excuse or they forget or they just haven't got time or it's not there, but it, you can remove the likelihood of you forgetting if it's right beside you. So things like my supplements. So I take various supplements every day. Um, they are visible. You know, if, if you put them in the cupboard, put them in the cupboard, you forget, don't you? So have them somewhere where you see them every day. Because if you see them every day, and it's somewhere like beside your coffee machine, for example, in the morning, when you get up, you see them, you don't forget. They're in the cupboard, you'll forget. Have them at your office, in your office desk. Like I've I've removed the likelihood or I've reduced the chances of me forgetting about stuff by doing things like this. Visual reminders is then is the last point, actually, is number six is visual reminders which is I've got a vision board, I've got a whiteboard with my goals on, I've got notepads with my goals on, I've got notes with my goals on, I've got um, I've got visual reminders everywhere, I've got coffees, I've got waters, I've got stuff all around my house, in my bedroom and in my car and everywhere. So I just don't forget stuff. To-do lists help me not forget stuff anyway. But I've, I've, sw- I've flooded my life with visual reminders of things that I need to do so that I don't forget stuff. I've got sticky notes on my bathroom mirror. I've got them on the back of the door. I've got them in the kitchen. I've got them loads in my office. I've got them everywhere. So I just don't forget. And, and, and that is one of the biggest things about being really productive is doing the things that you need to do and not forgetting stuff and doing them in the right order and having plenty of energy to do the things that you need to do. So just to summarize those six points, remove distraction time, remove um, sorry, remove decision time, remove distractions and notifications, get enough sleep, get up early every day, make sure that you, you um, well, actually wasn't in there, but that is part of one of the making sure that you've had enough sleep so you can get up early every day. Sorry. So I'll say that again. Remove decision time, remove distractions and notifications, get enough sleep so you can get up early so you've got more time. To-do list, prioritize properly. Drink enough water and then visual reminders all around your house so you don't forget stuff. That is my productivity hacks. Hope you've enjoyed that. If you know someone who needs to be more productive or you'd like them to be more productive or who's always seems a little bit overwhelmed and stressed, always bogged down with work, send this podcast to them um, because I think it'll help them. Uh, And I hope it's helped you too. So thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic day. Don't just take notes, take action.